In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland, from Cleveland, and I'm here with Ian Wright, right, right, and we are really getting into this podcast. We have both got matching Come On The Browns, Paul Brown podcast, t-shirts, wearing them now. Absolutely. You're going to have to take a screenshot in, um, show the uh, viewers. I, I uh, will put something up for sure, but Paul, I mean, we made history last week, winning our first home game on week one in 20 years or so so with history comes new history right so we can obviously start to rock the come on the browns paul brown the podcast shirts um not ones that you've probably picked up at your local thrift store those ones are actually uh knockoff boot you know bootlegged editions so only the authentic ones here hand given to me by the man himself paul brown yeah great it's really surprising that People don't contact me all the time asking for demand for these T-shirts. But anyway, we're not a T-shirt podcast. We are a Cleveland Browns podcast. And um, since the last time I saw you, Ian, I was, I've was i been down in the Mahiki uh, State Park yeah. in a treehouse, totally relaxed, no internet. So my content's well behind schedule. And um, I then came up, went out with Greg Williams last night and Blake again, which was nice. Forward. What did you think about Mohican? Did you have a good time down there? How was the Lovely. scenery? Beautiful. I'm, I'm going to come out to Cleveland every year and try and stay at a different treehouse every year. That's not a bad idea. Someone also has to point you to Hocking Hills as well. Because every, Ho- Hocking every, Hills is another one. Sorry. All right. Our photo has been taken, everyone. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's an area that I would like to go to. And I think it's Salt Fork or something, another yep. state park I want to go to. So, uh, yeah, just um, the more I come out here, the more I work out what, how, what, how I want to do my trips every year. And I think this year I have actually struggled to work. I was, every day I've been trying to work um, seven till midday. I just haven't got enough work done. So me doing a whole season in Cleveland, I don't think it's possible with work. Um, well, Paul, every- people at this point think that you just have won the British lottery or some point. You know, I think people forget that you actually have to work while you're here so you can fund these extravagant lifestyles that you live. Now, big, big shout out to Sean, who I stay at here in West 58 um, near Lorraine. I, I, I've got free accommodation, which really helps. Uh, I'm not burning one or 200 bucks every night in hotel, which is good. Um, but yeah, so um, I think every year I want to come out to the home opener. And if that's the first or second week, I can always travel into the away game first and then travel to Cleveland or week one, Cleveland travel to the away game. So that's going to be my um, goal going forward. 
Well, the question everybody wants to know is when are we bringing Duffin over so he can actually go to a game in Cleveland? Because as we know, Paul D. Podesta may live in San Diego, but he goes to Cleveland. Jack Duffin, who lives in England, does not come to Cleveland. So when are we going to get Duffin over here? Look, stop giving Jack a hard time about his uh, fandom, mate. He's a he's a celebrity out here. You know, he's only needed he's only needed to be here um, for for uh, his analytical knowledge. So uh, um, yeah, yeah. When he comes out here, obviously I host him and show him around. Um, but anyway, this is not the Jack Duffin podcast; it's the Paul Brown podcast. So um, if you want more of Jack Duffin, you can go and see him at the OBR. Uh, um, Mohican State, beautiful. No internet. Came back up. I then uh, it's it's wing week here. Um, had a few drinks Wednesday night. I went out in. Um, I went to a place called Park View, which is a dive bar. Then went to another dive bar in um, Gordon Square called Eighty Six something, something Eighty Six, and then I went to. ABC, which is another dive bar in um, Ohio City. So far too much drink. Wanted to get up, sunrise, see the Cleveland side. I still not done it on this trip. Last night, went see um, Blake and Greg Williams at, at Forward down on the flats at East Banks. Reggae guy was there, quite famous Cleveland guy. And then um, once again, I went to see Gabs and Abby Muller. Uh, Gabs from Fangio at uh, East Fourth Corner Alley, having more drinks, you know. And then it ends up like one, two o'clock in the morning. And I'm eating a pizza off the back of um, the Power Ranger Adam's car, you know. It's just like, what's going on? I want to be up early tomorrow, six o'clock, and do work. So I am scared of doing a whole season out here in Cleveland because, just like my London life, it never ends. It just like always seems. When anyone when anyone sees me, they think, "Oh, it's Paul. He's fresh." Every time I've seen him, he does loads of Jaeger bombs. That's fine, but I can't do it every single night of my life. Listen, Paul. Most people don't understand. You know, a lot of our audience tends to be a little bit younger. You know, I remember back in the days, I could drink on a Friday and I'd be good by Saturday, or I'd drink on a Friday. Maybe by Sunday, I'd be fully recovered, depending on. Now I have two drinks on a Saturday. I still feel that shit on Wednesday. So once you kind of get over the. Uh, the initial threshold of age, so to say, it is a little bit harder to kind of just pick back up where you left off. But, you know, like I yeah, joked like said last night, you can sleep on a point, though. I'll give you that. I mean, it doesn't matter. I've seen you in cars pass out plane. I had to try to sleep on a plane last week and I'm just I can't do it. I just the noise, everything. I'm just I don't have the abilities that you do, Paul. Um, Yesterday, I did a brewery tour. Started off the Great Lakes. Then went to Mashed Head. I then went to Saucy Brewery. I'm drinking Guinnesses that are fourteen percent. <laughs> Did you have any Cole seventy three at Great Lakes? Uh, sold out. Breaking news. Oh wow, Jesus! That's what uh, happens when you're first ballot. Joe Thomas sent me a text yesterday asking how my trip was. Um, so I sent him a little video from the um, Miki. Uh, State Park, but yeah, yeah, it looks like he's up in um, Madison at the moment with the uh, Badgers. Yeah, he's up by me. He's up in my neck of the woods. So, Joe, if you're listening to this, I may come to Madison at the end of October to see the Buckeyes-Badgers game. So, we'll have to link up and I'll talk my schmack. 
but Bye. but less about me, more about. Well, we can talk uh, about you because on Monday, Paul, you're going somewhere. Uh, Browns fans may not know where are you going on Monday? Uh, to Pittsburgh to see the Steelers. I haven't got a ticket at the moment, so Ooh. if anyone does have a spare ticket, let me know. Tonight, just... I'm going to try and get to the Paul Brown Stadium over in um. Maslin, Canton, Akron, over there in Maslin. Yeah, so I'm going to try and get over there tonight. If I can get a lift, I'll go to the Paul Brown Stadium to watch a game. And um, But yeah, Monday morning, I am driving down to Pittsburgh with the Muni bus, and we're hoping to get there for midday. I've got a bottle of Jägermeister ready. It's my last day. I've taken the whole day off work. I am looking for a, looking forward to a big day. Well, I think the Browns are looking for a big day, too, because if Paul is going to be in the stadium, that means that we're going to have to win. We're going to have to, you know, Paul, a lot of people don't realize a lot of times when you were coming over in the past, you did not see victory. You got to relish in the sorrows of defeat. So the Browns have a good opportunity to start the season 2-0. and And wildly enough, Paul, this is even more madness. 2-0 and in the division. It's like, woohoo, like, holy crap. Not only are we 2-0 in the season, we'd be 2-0 in the division, which is huge. That's already one-third of your division games. So they say often division games count for two. So in the backwards theory of that, the Browns could start the season 4-0. So in two games, that's how talented they are. But listen, anybody that's a Browns fan knows, you know, I know, we've all been in Pittsburgh. We've never seen them win in Pittsburgh I've only seen them win in Cleveland one time. That was on a Thursday night game where my beer froze to my damn cup. And I think, uh, I can't remember that it was Roethlisberger versus, uh, Josh Cribs was a quarterback. We had a running back 34. I remember his name. He scored. It was like 12 to nine. It was so damn cold, but we're going into Pittsburgh relatively together. You know, obviously losing Jack Conklin was big. Dewan Jones Welcome to the NFL. I made a joke kind of in the preseason about uh, Dewan Jones not blocking anybody named TJ Watt. Well, guess what? I'm Paul. On Monday, you're going to get to see Dewan Jones do his best to block TJ Watt. TJ Watt, who had three sacks against the Niners. Now, I think obviously they're going to be helping him out a little bit in terms of, you know, chips and, you know, stunts. And I don't, I'm going to be shocked if they decide to run Nick Chubb right at him. Um, so, yeah. So, other than that, couple guys questionable Shelby Harris, Mohurst, Jed Wills, you know. You're talking about guys. They've got, a safety in, they've got a safety at the moment, haven't they, on trial? Yeah, yeah. Eric Harris is in here. on a. He obviously won't be ready for Monday if, they, if he does decide to sign. But, you know, the Steelers, not healthy either. And the biggest name, maybe the biggest person, but the biggest name on their roster is going to be out a few weeks, and that's Cam Hayward, who just went on the short-term IR for a groin issue he's having. So, you know, we talk a lot about the Browns' edges struggling. Well, Paul, not having Cam Hayward in the middle to mix it up against, you know, the Wyatt Teller and the International House of Pancakes, Ethan Pochich and Joel Batonio, the Browns should dominate the interior defensive line of the Steelers with Cam Hayward not there. So don't be surprised if Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt really focus on, you know, exploiting the center of that Steelers defense because, as we know, they don't have the linebackers they used to have on that defense and without Cam Hayward, that is a big chunk in the middle. Um, the other big one is Deontay Johnson. He's doubtful at this point. He's dealing with a leg issue as well. So the Steelers aren't exactly known for a crazy amount of wide receivers. You know, they obviously have Pickens and Deontay Johnson. But without him, the Steelers offense, which only scored seven points in week one against the Niners, Paul, they're they're going to struggle against the Browns secondary that really showed out 
on Sunday against the Bengals? Look, I've been, I think I've been up here in Cleveland now, feels like for a week, and there's all this positivity. Look, we played really well on Sunday, but I think everyone's forgetting this is a local derby. And in a local derby, anything can happen. Oh, absolutely. So, yes, the Steelers have got some injuries, but I feel like too many people are counting their chickens, counting their eggs before. What's the saying? Counting their eggs. Counting the eggs before they hatch. Counting the chickens before they hatch, counting the eggs before yeah. they hatch. I think, like, you know, you said we're going to be two and zero. I, th- I think this is going to be a lot tougher than uh, everyone's making out to be. And, um, you know, they've got. Um, X Browns, Larry, Ogajobi, yep. you know. Um, obviously, TJ Watt on the other side, which is going to cause havoc with our O-line, I believe. So, um, yeah, they've got, uh, what's he called? The guy I always wanted, but we never got, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick, yep. Well, here's the thing, Paul, and I say we obviously have the potential to go 2-0, and but as you astutely pointed out, it's the NFL, anything can happen. And just to prove that, I know we don't, you know, condone gambling more than you can afford, but you know, Jack and I have been known at time to time to put a wager down. Right now, what would you guess the current spread is in the Brown Steelers game? I'll go with something around ten. Yeah, it's Browns minus, meaning they're favored. One. Okay. So it opened, I think, at two and a half, and now I think it's down to one. So. Basically, Vegas is saying that on in Pittsburgh, because remember, we get three points for being a home game. So basically, they're saying the Browns are only about a field goal better than Pittsburgh. Okay, so in the NFL, if you're that confident, you'd put money on the Browns' money line, right, in the case where they win. But th- you're right. This is going to be a tough game. The Steelers are not going to roll over and die. They have one of the best head coaches in the NFL and Mike Tomlin, right? Kenny Pickett has the ability to beat you. He's not going to crush you with Aaron Rodgers-like deep balls. And, you know, yes, obviously – Injury, I get it, but you know, Mahomes, that type of quarterback, but he's efficient. You know, we saw it in the preseason, he knows how to move the team. They've got Pat Fryermuth, they have Allen Robinson now, they have George Pickens, they have Calvin Austin the third. Like, they've got decent guys on the outside. So, the Browns secondary really needs to dial in, be focused, and definitely, definitely do not walk into Pittsburgh thinking that you are owed a damn thing because you will get your ass whooped. Najee Harris is a capable running back. Jalen Warren is a very capable running back. And if you do, if you give them an inch and next thing you know, you're down 10, nothing, you're not going to win the game. The Steelers are not a team that's going to bend and then, you know, give, let you back into this game. That's a tough physical team. And you mentioned it when it comes to the, the defense of the Steelers, you're talking to Minka Fitzpatrick. You're talking about Alonzo Highsmith. Um, I'm sorry, Alex Highsmith, not former Browns uh, front office, uh, Alonzo. You're talking about Alex Highsmith. You're talking about TJ Watt. I mean, listen, they've got guys. I mean, they can play defense. Yes, Cam Award being out is a big thing. But at the end of the day, the Browns need to be focused. You need to go in and you need to do your business in Pittsburgh and win the game. Yep, yeah, I'm uh, I'm nervous. I am really nervous. As I've always said, if the Browns win in Pittsburgh, I'm going to retire myself as a Browns fan. But let's see what happens before I... Uh retire oh absolutely absolutely but you know listen on paper it's a good matchup for the browns it really is there's no doubt about it however it's pittsburgh anything can happen 
Paul, at this point, knowing that it's a one to two and a half point spread, Deshaun Watson versus Kenny Pickett, because I do think that the Browns, obviously the Steelers have uh, Patrick Peterson, but the Browns do have, you know, a decent attacking group. I think David Njoku is going to play a big factor in this game. I could see him exploiting the Steelers linebackers, which sometimes struggle in coverage. And if you're talking about TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith getting after the quarterback and attacking our edges, I wouldn't be shocked to see Deshaun using the middle of the field, right? Maybe Elijah Moore, maybe somebody like Najoku. I really think the Browns are going to focus on that middle of the field, right up the Cam Hayward alley. So, you know, if you're looking for maybe a DraftKings or something like that, I would take a look at uh, Najoku because we know that he has a chemistry with Deshaun Watson, and I think Chubb's going to be able to control the game. Yeah, uh, what score are you going to go with? I think this is on a Monday night. I, I I can't see this being a sexy game, Paul. I think it's going to be a slugfest. I really do. And I think it's going to come down to the Browns having the ball at the end. I think they're going to drive down. I think the Browns are going to win this one 20 to 17. I think I'm looking at a late field goal by Dustin Hopkins, probably in the 38 yards. I think the Browns are going to work it down to about the 20 yard line. And I can see Dustin Hopkins nailing a 37-yarder in Heinz Field to walk home with the victory. Browns 20, Steelers 17. Yeah, I'm going to go with my classic 21-20. I think this is is the game where it would be a close game. Yeah, I I think anybody that's thinking this is going to be a blowout or anything like that, I just – there's too much. There's too much, right? The Browns-Steelers rivalry, Tomlin's going to have those guys ready to go. I, I will say I did like the approach that Stefanski and AVP had in the Bengals game. I hope that carries over because if Paul's taking his ass all the way to Pittsburgh, he needs to come home with a victory. Yeah. Um, What else is there about uh, Pittsburgh? I, I just messaged Zach Banner, ex-Browns, uh, see if he's going to be in town. Uh, Hayden uh, from Cleveland.com's coming down. Uh, what else is going on? He's I'm not bringing his skyline chili, is he? No, no, no. That's okay, no, I know, but Hayden, you know, Hayden, he's loves that stuff. I feel like yeah. he has it at home in his fridge and freezer and brings it on the road. So, um, where else? Uh, who else is going to go down there? Oh, I'm going to be hanging out with the Nant, Nant, Nant tailgater. So, if you're looking for us, find that tailgate and I'll be, uh, in Larry's bus next to the Gantz crew. So if no, most people know, go to the side of the Steelers stadium and go up the road a little bit. That's where the visiting tailgate lot is. Um, ask around, be nice because they'll throw ham at you. But yeah, it's, it's Pittsburgh's a fun place to tailgate, but I'm going to drop our one little uh, duff and dime on this one. Analytically, Paul, can you name the top three edge rushers per PFF in the NFL right now? Again? The top three edge rushers, according to their PFF scores, after week one in the entire NFL. I'll give you a hint. Well, All three of them are playing in this game on Monday. Miles Garrett. Uh, Num- number three. DJ Watt, number one. Zadarius Smith, number two. So the top three edges, TJ Watt, Zadarius Smith, Miles Garrett. So to say that these quarterbacks are going to be under a lot of uh, pass rush is a little bit of an understatement because as I kind of jokingly said to the group last week, 99 and 95 of the Browns are going to be, a, a, as Greg Williams would say, a fucking problem, right? Because he's he's got those boys and Jim Schwartz does in some come get you some. So 
if you were you were picking guys on defense to look out for, I'm saying David Njoku on the uh, on the offensive side of the ball, and I'm thinking Zadarius Smith on the defensive side of the ball because the Steelers are not going to let Miles Garrett wreck their game plan, and they're going to just do their best with Zadarius Smith. But I wouldn't be shocked to see a lot of two tight end sets. So, a lot to watch for. A lot to watch for. Uh, whereabouts? Where will you be watching the game? I, as you know, come from a house divided. Uh, this game, my wife has already informed me, so she got to watch the Steelers take their thirty to seven butt whipping by the San Francisco 49ers in Week One. So she's already kind of doing that thing that she does where she concedes defeat. Oh, well, we're not that good this year. And you guys should win the game. And oh, I fully expect you guys to blow. I know the reverse psychology. I've been married long enough. I've been with her long enough. Paul, I know what the hell she's doing. So she's going to sit on one side of the room. I'm sitting on the other side of the room with our daughter because that's how that's going to work. She's team Browns. I've got the Nick Chubb jersey ready for her. She can sit over there on an island doing her thing. That's where I'll be on my couch with my kid as far away from in the same room as I can. My wife. Nice. 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 There's no friends in love and war. So. All right, mate. Well, I'm trying to get to this Paul Brown stadium tonight. So, uh, Oh, that, well, if you're going to a high school football game out there in Maslin, that's, that's a big deal. So high school football in, you know, in that area of town is, is a big deal. So there's a big game on tonight as well. It's the, um, um, you'll have to Google it. It's their their O line's got a, a mass. They've got a massive O line, basically. It's yeah. an Edward Edmonds or something like that. Saint Eds. Yeah. Let's see if I can figure out who you're talking about. Uh, nope, not quick enough. So if Saint Eds is playing, that I can already tell you that's going to be a big game. But um famously uh, josh mcdaniels coach of the raiders his dad was a famous coach out that way as well so a lot a lot of uh luminaries out in that that neck of the woods so i grew up on the west side but the, the east siders take their high school football really serious how much do you think a ticket would be i mean if you're getting into a high school game i would say you could probably get in for probably 20 to 30 bucks 40 bucks i would say um out there it's it depends on the game you go to right i don't know who's playing in paul brown stadium tonight um, but let's see if I can figure this out very quickly. I know this is Maslin Washington versus St. Ed's square off the four and O Maslin Washington versus the four and O St. Edwards Eagles. I believe, I believe that's what they are. That's the game of the week. The 61st ranked team in the state versus the number 10 ranked team in the state. It's actually a high school football game of the week by the Browns 7 PM Paul Brown stadium in Canton. That was a Canton. Maslin. Maslin, sorry. Yeah. So you have Tom Lombardo versus Nate Moore. Boo, boo, boo. Paul Brown Tiger Stadium. So cool. If you're, if you're going to that game, shoot Paul a message because we're going to have this podcast up very shortly. So if you're going to that game, let Paul know. Uh, I'm sure people will see you if they, or, or people will see your socials and see where you're at and see you can do it. Okay, All right, mate. I always got to fight up by saying, Go Browns. Go Browns.